0: This is Off The Break Podcast, presented by Silver Screen Insider.
1: Okay, welcome to Off The Break Podcast. <laughs> I'm Cody, with me are Kyle and Eric.
0: Hello. <laughs>
1: We're just probably doing some pre-discussion while we hit play or I'm
0: record. record. I'm trying to <laughs> give Eric a helping hand. No. With the Because he has a lot of movies to talk about. And I usually mean you to have like him,
2: seen movies that... And we kind of like go back and forth like, what do you think, what do
0: you think? But now it's it's all on Eric. It's going to be Eric's show today. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it. (laughs) You're like, please stop. (laughs) Well, we're saying that.
1: (laughs) 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 You're making this awkward. Stop. It's not me. (laughs) It's not like you've not done this for a year. (laughs) I
0: kind of did push that towards (laughs) him being a little awkward about
2: it. (laughs) No, I don't know why
0: this one specifically. Usually you have a little
2: chit chat
1: beforehand?
0: Yeah. Oh, well, do you guys want to we chit chat? How are you guys? we talking about <laughs> <Let's> how talk. <laughs>
1: Rami Malik was a real uggo, but we won't get into that. We were. No, we, Cody
0: was. Cody just No, it was Kyle. Well, Cody is the only me. one who uses that word. I literally just I walked into the room. Cody looks at me and goes, Rami Malik looks a little weird." And I'm like, "Really? Kind of like a real uggo, huh?" And She was like, "Well, yeah." No, she didn't say that part, but exactly it's just I just went on the same tangent as I did for that one guy in Kingsman or Kingsman yeah. so. I'm still
1: standing by that it
0: gave me a good laugh
1: hey they just pushed that back okay I might not be the only one that's like mm, maybe not this guy <laughs> they're going to
2: digitally testing very well him. with audiences. they're distracted yeah. by <laughs> this guy's face <laughs> have lanky to body that he needs to, to grow d- into give him a new face digitally
1: I don't it's not his face it's like the combination of the face and the weird lanky body like, he just doesn't fit. Like, he, like, I bet he'll looks be like a, a super handsome like a man. And man. Everyone is
0: perfecting their own way, Cody. No.
1: He'll be a super handsome man in like 10 to 15 years. Who, Rami? No, the guy in
0: The Original man. The, the OG Uggo. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when he gets we some salt and pepper out, well, on the. I don't
0: know if we want to figure out the actor's name and just be like calling yeah. him out by name. But...
1: Some white hair around the temples, some <laughs> built. Yeah, like, then he'll be a very handsome man. Just still in his He'll awkward face.
0: He'll get there. That. He's already he's more worried. built with, than me, so I, I just He's have just to taller. I Cross don't think did, he's um, more built. I do
2: not agree with either of these statements about these two <laughs> human
0: beings, but I you know, just want to say I think everyone is pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's there, a pretty snowflake. There. Solve the problem. <laughs> Good job. Oh, okay. Okay. That put that put my mind at ease. There you Feel go. Better I'm, now. I'm, yeah. I'm sorry. I put you on this spot. I can't do that I'm, to me. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm well, sorry.
1: The thing that got him all riled up was that we were going to talk about uh, his reaction to Parasite. Um, well, yeah, I
2: saw several movies yeah. over Thanksgiving break.
1: And then your reaction um, to Irishman, and mm-hmm. then he, which
2: I watched in one sitting
1: because Kyle was only <laughs> only seen an hour of.
0: <laughs> I'm trying to get through it. I I've, will get through it all.
1: I've seen like three seconds of a trailer. To know that I don't need to see it. And then um, his (laughs) Frozen 2 reaction. What happened in
0: those three seconds
2: where you're like, nope. That's just not enough time to form any sort of opinion.
1: It's sad. It's just... It's a
2: sad movie. It's true. No,
1: not that it's a sad movie. I I feel sad for them for trying to act out a movie where they're trying to be younger men in obviously old man bodies.
0: There's moments where they're de-aged and they are not moving the best, but... I mean, it's true. You can tell us but, about that later. I just Eric. think
1: reliving glory days is kind of sad.
0: But that's not what they're doing.
1: Oh, it's totally what they're doing. No. Well, so far, from
0: what I've seen, I don't think it's that type of movie.
2: No, the script. I mean, this has been. They've been trying to get this thing made. Or at least Scorsese has been trying to get this thing made for, you know, at least a decade. So. It would have been a little bit younger if you made it when, <laughs> when he originally would came up with it. It
1: would have trimmed $50 million off the de-aging budget to n- yeah. get rid of five less wrinkles on the face. Yeah.
0: Well, on top of those two movies, you also have Frozen yeah. that we want Frozen to reaction. talk with you about some. Yeah, that one. Christoph's so I guess Song. since we're already talking about Irishman,
2: I, I'll start with the Irishman. Yeah. yeah. So... Obviously, it's like three and a half hours long. That's like the biggest th- talking point mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. And people are like, how are we ever going to watch this? And it's like, you just watched Endgame. That's like three hours long, but whatever. Um, yeah, true. No, true. I, I. the thing that surprised me is, for some reason, at least me, I still think at the back of my head that there's like this difference between Netflix movies and, you know, theatrical movies. But as soon as that little like ba-bum, mm-hmm. Netflix logo thing goes away... And I forget the song name, some old 50s, 60s song starts playing, and the movie starts I instantly. It's just like, oh, this feels so good. This mm-hmm. totally, cause, you know, it's shot on film. The, the opening shot is just this tracking shot through this old nursery home. And
1: they shot it on film? Mm hmm. I wonder if that made the de-aging even more expensive <laughs> to convert it to digital, and then. To I mean, maybe. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I mean, I'll, yeah. get, I'll
2: get to the de-aging. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> but no, I mean, what? It's so much to to explain. But the movie basically tells the true story of Frank Sheeran, who, through a chain of events, found himself in the company of Russell. I can't remember his other name. Joe Pesci's character. Yeah who's like this massively powerful, influential gangster figure. Um, and he starts kind of doing odd jobs for him, which slowly start to involve robbing and killing and, you know, all that. And then through him, he meets uh, Jimmy Hoffa, who they make a point in the movie, like, nobody knows who, James, who who Hoffa is now. But apparently, like, back then, he was ubiquitous. He was, like, the next to the president. Everybody knew who he was. And then he just disappeared. Right. And that's still the official record to this day is that he just disappeared. Um, And so that's kind of the meat of the movie is kind of showing Frank Sheeran working for Jimmy Hoffa as he slowly gets, you know, more and more enveloped with organized crime. But really, it's just kind of the story of it's also kind of meta because everybody knows these like classic old gangster film guys, Mm -hmm. Robert De Niro, Al Pacino, Joe Pesci. And you, you're seeing them age in this movie, yeah. not always the, you know, the most well done digital aging. But and then at the end, you kind of realize that this whole movie is just kind of reflecting on really was what was was it worth it? This guy spent his whole life killing people, blowing up buildings, all of these horrific acts, and at the end of his life, everybody forgets him. He loses his family. He's gonna die, sad and alone, in a wheelchair, in a nursery home, and nursery. it's just like, and yeah, <laughs> nursery, yeah, nursing home.
1: Well, they're kind of like a they, nursery. Yeah,
2: I mean it's a full circle? You yeah, it is. Go out the way you came in, but yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just a really really well done movie, and for as long as it is, you know, I didn't even think to check my phone or to get up and use the bathroom because. If you we were kind of joking about this in the office, but like if you shrink it down instead of like three and a half hours where like each act is at least an hour long, if you just shrink it down to like a ninety minute movie, you know the acts make perfect sense. It's just that there's so much story to tell that it has to be this long, but no scene is wasted, there's nothing that drags on too long you know it it just keeps going, and every new scene is just as um interesting and. Uh, engrossing as the last and before I knew it it's like whoa okay I watched that whole thing that was awesome but it it does leave a very melancholy taste in your mouth which mm. was actually kind of refreshing because a lot of people I feel like misinterpret movies like Goodfellas or these gangster movies they see it and they're like oh that lifestyle looks so cool I want to be like that and Martin Scorsese's never been trying to
1: glorify like, it. yeah he's
2: never been trying to do that but especially with this movie it's almost like okay guys you have been getting what i'm trying to be Mm -hmm. what i've been trying to do this whole time you're getting it so wrong so i'm gonna make it blatantly obvious Mm. these are sad damaged men and they're gonna go out and nobody's and they're gonna be forgotten and it
0: wasn't worth it as much as he's made them look cool there's always been that subjective um subject matter of like um, yeah well, I mean... It's not all roses, obviously.
2: No, I mean, it, it. a lot of it, I feel like, depends on the music he plays, because there's, like, a classic Scorsese look where you pair different songs with, like, a guy getting shot in the back of the head. And it's like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, it's definitely one of the best movies of the year. It'll be interesting to see mm-hmm. how it turns out. Awards season, I know it's already won several top prizes. Yeah. Still early, but... I mean... It's not my personal favorite, just because, you know, I I love gangster movies. I love Martin Scorsese, but they're not my favorite type of movie. Yeah. So a well done movie, in a different genre, I guess, will probably appeal to me more than a gangster movie, even if it's a done as well as this. Mm-hmm. But I cannot deny that it's easily one of the best. Okay, let's get movies. to the
1: fun part of it. The de aging. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that was, like, the biggest thing leading up to this movie was, like, there was a bunch of delays and reshoots, and it jacked the budget up through the roof. And you watch it, and it's kind of like, really? Like, that's... <laughs> that's what they came out of it? Yeah. I mean, it's really only in the first scene, but that first scene is because they get right into the de-aging, you know? It's, yeah. Which is probably up to the movie's benefit, because if they spend a long time with... Out it and then halfway through that would like take you out of it but because they just kind of start out with it it gives you an opportunity to get used to it but yeah it's it it you, you notice it immediately right like the first time you really see it is uh, Robert De Niro's character meets Joe Pesci's character for the first time his car like breaks down or something mm-hmm. and Joe Pesci shows him how to fix it and they're looking under the hood of the car and it's just I don't know what age he's supposed to be, but like he has like perfect black, like thick hair, but his face is like, it's, it's just an uncanny Valley thing. It's impossible to describe. You just have to see it, but it Mm. doesn't totally work. Yeah. But the movie and everything else is so good that eventually you kind of get used to it.
1: Or it kind of just slowly goes away because they become the right age. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
2: when it cuts back to like actual age, Robert De Niro, I was, there was like a, I had, like, the sigh of relief, like, oh, back yeah. to, like, a real person. Because you're just hoping it's, like, not too long. Just yeah. don't hold on their faces <laughs> for too long. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'm not going to try and say, like, you don't even notice it. The movie's Cause so good. Because you do, yeah. You completely notice well, it. Yeah.
1: And what we talked about, too, with, like, Captain Marvel, you can de-age a face cosmetically, but... There's no way you can de-age the you can't the de-age limberness of the choice. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can't they can't change <laughs> like, the yeah. body that they have.
2: We were laughing earlier when we were talking about this because there's a scene where Robert De Niro's character's daughter gets shoved by the shop owner. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's a big tough gangster guy. He's like, right. Did he shove you? Did he shove you? And she's like and she nods her head and he's like, Oh boy. So he grabs her hand and then he marches her down to that <laughs> shop and it's like, You wait outside. And he goes in, and he grabs a guy, throws him through the door, shatters the glass, and he, you're kind of like, "Whoa, this is intense!" But then he kind of like, <laughs> kinda he like hobbles over to yeah. him, <laughs> just yeah. like this janky, like, like Robert De you Niro. Know, you got? Did you, are you sure you didn't want to use a stunt double for this scene?
0: I'm like, yeah, they try <laughs> to make it like seem it's kind of intense because of how slow he goes down and like hits the guy, but it, it uh, you can tell it's the yeah. age mostly.
2: <laughs> but then you see later on when he's like really old, he has like. That like you know it's it's an un- it's unfortunate but you know when like an o- if an old person like falls yeah. in their house it can be really bad yeah and that you see that kind of happen later but since he's the appropriate age it's like oh. It's oh, like no. so sad to see
1: That probably wasn't acting. <laughs> he's probably, just just keep going. Just go with it. Yeah. This is perfect. <laughs> so he's like, make this not. work.
0: And he's my like, hip. no, Scorsese Martin, I need help. <laughs> Broke my hip.
2: <laughs> Jeez. But no. The movie the movie is amazing. The I It'll probably be a while before I watch it again because it's a it's a big undertaking.
1: I know we've been trying to convince Kyle that he has <laughs> four hours to watch it. It's well, now nice he to rewatch get a four the window,
2: first. Apparently, <laughs> just, yeah. it's not enough. Don't theater. believe that. <laughs> I, maybe I'm just like have literally nothing else to do. <laughs> that could very potentially be what the case is, but. I don't know. I didn't even plan on watching it. I like got back from a car trip and I was like, "Oh yeah, that came out." Boom! Started watching it.
0: Well, there you go. You found your window. <laughs>
2: Four hours later, I was like, "Oh." Did
1: you watch happened. it by yourself? Yeah. Well, see, Kyle has other people in the house to. In They're not as important
2: as the Irishman <laughs> at this time. They and their preferences, as
1: important. he very much takes into account. So.
2: Well, you're such a good boyfriend. Yeah, I'd like to think so. <laughs> but at some point, you gotta be like, "Hey, I've been
0: really good." <laughs> This I think I deserve I an afternoon line. to myself. I have to watch The Irishman. <laughs>
1: I watched enough Kardashians. <laughs> I get the I get to watch The Irishman now.
0: Luckily, it's not Kardashians. Ugh. Thank God.
1: <laughs> I'm glad I got that reality show reference because <laughs> my trash reality show was Rock of Love, which I think was like ten years oh, ago. So.
2: Mm. Is that the uh, the Poison Brett, guy, the Brett Michaels, Bret Michaels guy?
1: guy. God. <laughs> yeah. Last time I got into Trashy Reality, that was big. Jeez. It's I been love a while.
2: That. Trashy Reality television will never get old. No. It's the best.
0: It should die, but it will never die.
2: Oh, it'll never die, and it shouldn't ever die. We need it.
0: But it Do we, though? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that makes me nervous. <laughs> it's, it's
2: It checks all the boxes. Your guilty pleasure. It's a fascinating psychological experiment. You just got to analyze these people that you know you're better than. Yeah. <laughs>
0: But at the same time, though, <laughs> it I you feel so Fuel, good. Yeah, it
2: fuels your ego.
0: I do feel like at times there are some people that look at it and are like, it's not a guilty pleasure. It's really good, yeah, and I want to be them. I <laughs> will never like, understand ooh.
2: people who watch it unironically, but they're out there. Yeah. Oh, reality television. Well, let me, I guess we'll talk about the other movie. Speaking of, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking of reality television, tell us about Parasite.
2: <laughs> Parasite, I was not planning on or not expecting to be able to see this in a theater so when i saw that it was playing at this theater that i was in i was like oh my god i'm capitalizing on this opportunity Mm -hmm. because you know all i know about it all that really anybody knows about it is that uh, a guy gets hired to be a tutor.
1: Well, it's a Korean film.
2: It's so, South Korean film. Yeah. Bong joon Ho is the but, director. And it's actually
1: mm-hmm. been getting quite a bit of praise and Yeah, it's been buzz. getting crazy praise. Yeah.
2: And literally from the first scene, I can absolutely see why. Cause the thing about this movie, at least to me, the whole time you're watching it, the way scenes play out, the way just the, the general idea mm-hmm. of a scene are things that I had never really seen done before. Because I mean, you think of different genres, and you think of, like, oh, this genre, you can you can definitely count on there being this classic scene, like the, yeah. the broken friendship, or the confrontation right. with the father, you know, those types of things. But in this movie, almost all of its scenes are just totally original things that I hadn't seen done before. And it just keeps going, and on top of that, it's so unpredictable. You think... That you kind of know what's happening, and then all of a sudden there's this crazy turn, but it still makes perfect sense.
1: Is this the spiral descent into being placed in a world of haves and have not, have nots. Is it like that? A- is
2: way too it, the movie is very obviously from the opening scene about like class. Yeah, basically like how just the very existence of uh, yeah. class inequality, the yeah. fact that there can be people who are so rich and people who can have literally nothing you know and it's just what results just because that's a thing
1: and then when those worlds collide
2: yeah when they collide but also like it does it's not like it's it's the movie isn't like trying to make rich people seem bad right all it's saying is that just because rich people only have to exist and this is gonna happen underneath them And a lot of times they're not even going to realize it because they're so isolated. They have no idea what's going on. Their daily concerns are like, oh, we got to go shopping for this birthday party. Whereas the lower class are like drowning literally like in the streets after a storm. It's like it's crazy. But the movie is hilarious all the way through, even while it's also being like terrifying and is just, it
1: terrifying because it hit like close to home? Because you're like, this is really real, or is it terrifying? No, it's because... just
2: terrifying in like a straight up horror movie way. Really? Like, oh, like, just the imagery and what happens and the way it's shot, uh-huh. the way it's edited, and the music. It's just like you'll be laughing at this just absurd, hilarious joke, and then five seconds later, you're like, oh my god, like, I don't, I wasn't expecting this, but it's. It's impossible to to describe because, and maybe it's a cliche at this point because so much of its praise is like the most unpredictable movie. You're not going to know where, what happens, but it's totally justified and it's, it's just so did, good.
1: Did you I have see. an inclination on what the story would be going into it or?
2: Like I said, I just knew it was about a guy who gets hired to tutor a girl uh-huh. who is from a rich family. Right. And he's not from a rich family. And um, he brings
1: his friend in right
2: his friend gets him the job yeah so his friend is the original tutor but he's gonna go study abroad but he's like if once i leave they're gonna have to find a new tutor and all of the other tutors are these drunken college kids and they're horrible because he has feelings for the the girl that he's tutoring like he trusts not
1: romantic feelings just cares about her
2: no romantic feelings he's like as soon as she gets to college i'm gonna ask her out officially
1: oh Um, that's weird Is she in high school?
2: Yeah, she's a high school sophomore.
1: Okay, high school, that's probably okay.
2: But uh, yeah, so he trusts his friend to take over and not make a move on her. So he's like, here, I'll put in a good word for you. And so the guy gets uh, interviewed for the job and then Uh he gets the job. So that's all I knew about it. And very quickly after that is like, that is not all it is. (laughs) (laughs) Like the next scene. And it was great. Does that
1: have a good ending? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Does it have an ending I would like?
0: Exactly. Is it a good Eric (laughs) ending?
1: It's a good Eric ending. It's (laughs)
2: weirdly both. It's kind of happy, but it's really messed up.
1: I'm going to ask you after the podcast what it is. (laughs) Because I need to know the level of messed upness. Because I do actually want to see this. I'm
2: dying to see this movie. Yeah. Yeah, And I cannot know. It's really good. And just because I know that there are people out there who just the mere fact that it's subtitled might be like a hurdle. I do genuinely feel like this movie could convert right. most people. I
1: think if the movie is good enough, people, the subtitles start to melt away. Exactly. And you just get into it.
2: I mean, from the, again, the opening scene in this movie is so good. It's so hilarious and it's so unique. And just the way it's written and what the characters are doing, the look of their apartment, everything, it's just, yeah, the subtitles are gone after the first line of dialogue.
1: Do you think it's a universal story that could because of the income inequality be anywhere or is it because it's um, Southeast Asian, <laughs> you know, where there is like this crazy disparity? No,
2: I think it's pretty universal because another great thing about the movie is, like I said, it's very obviously about class, mm-hmm. but the movie never outright says that because it's right. it's entertaining first and foremost. It's hilarious. It's all of these other things. But, you know, it, it's the class thing is just kind of there.
1: Kind of universally what everybody can.
2: Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of people don't like preaching movies. Into. Yeah. You know, because the movie is never. Like I said, it's not hating rich people. Mm. It's just pointing out an obvious truth.
1: Is it like Midsommar? No. Where it's going to be like this high end horror mm. with the message thing Not mm. that I'm not going to like the. turn of it you see no like (laughs) it's not it's such a
2: i genuinely think this is a very like it's an accessible but very unique movie like most people who see it they're gonna be like i have never seen anything like that before that was really weird but yeah it was really good okay it's like yeah it's accessible (laughs) i'm so excited
1: well, I'll ask you more questions so about the ending, <laughs> or I'll It's getting
2: impossible to explain the ending because so many parts that happened through all of the other it rest of the movie come together it at the like, ending.
0: Yeah. <laughs> to explain through it all.
1: That's fine. <laughs> it's, time. it's so good. Well, how was your experience with Frozen Two? <laughs> I liked Frozen Two a lot. Um,
2: <laughs> other than like I was ranting about, venting about, there's two people who are on their phone for like the entire time. Ugh. and I was like ripping up my tickets or my receipt stub. Trying to throw it at them because I'm <laughs> passive aggressive Did and petty like that. I would have thrown popcorn. No, I didn't get anything because it would have got
1: stuck in their hair and it would have been funny.
2: One was just like this fat trucker dad who was obviously there because his daughter really wanted to see it. She's Aww. like sitting on the edge of her seat, like <gasps> just so like enraptured by the film, and he's just like, oh,
0: oh
1: holding his phone to the side. He couldn't just s- enjoy it to be in the moment that with makes her. Me sad, he wasn't even doing anything date. on his phone because,
2: yeah. of course, I looked at his phone. Yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? And he just kept like. Going back and forth between these two apps, but I don't, he wasn't typing anything. He wasn't texting anybody. He was like, he was reading the same message over and over again for the whole movie. It was really weird. And then another one was just some teenage girl who was checking Snapchat and taking pictures of the screen like, Frozen 2. But other than that, I liked the movie a lot. I thought it was very cute. I liked the themes of it a lot. I liked the Mm -hmm. songs. Most of the songs. Um, Olaf was hilarious. The thing I like about Olaf is in a lot of these more kiddie movies, there's the obvious comic relief yeah. kind of designed to be as cute as possible, as funny as possible. And if a lot of times it comes across as so artificial. Right. But Olaf in this one, because I don't remember the first one that well. I remember liking him a lot in that one, too. But I just loved his like existential crisis character arc yeah. in this movie so much. Just like every <laughs> line he said was was just hilarious.
1: About growing up. and Yeah, oh. he's like,
2: oh, the, this will all make sense when I'm grown up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, Olaf. Oh, you have no idea.
1: It's, he, what I like about his character the most, and that's refreshing, is his innocence. Yeah. He's just so pure and innocent. He's
2: just like, I like oh, that. I, I just love that. Yeah, you look around and it's, he's just like, weirdly relatable to all ages. Yeah. like, and you know, obviously that's the joke, because you'll never, you're never going to make sense of everything. But just seeing him have that optimistic approach is just like, oh, it's just like heartwarming. My favorite part of the whole movie, like I told you guys, was after they kind of like thaw those frozen the Arendelle forces and yeah. the I forget their name, the North. I can't remember. Andrian, him. something like that. And then Olaf quickly like recounts the first story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Arendelle commander, like, whose who name I learned is I think his name's <laughs> Lieutenant Matthias or something. Yeah. Voiced by
0: Sterling K. Brown
2: oh really yeah Yeah. it's so good (laughs) he's so good yeah he's He's just so into it yeah and Olaf, you know he's saying it a million miles an hour making it sound really short and simple Mm and
1: then it keeps cutting to his face (laughs) and he's like oh no he
2: could not be more absorbed in that story and i just looked at him and i'm like that is what everybody should aspire to be when they're hearing a good story (laughs) when they're seeing a good movie reading a good book hearing a good album that should be your investment level yeah did you stay
1: for the after credits scene at the end you do
2: you think i stayed for the afternoon i didn't even know there was one
1: you want to know what it is sure so olaf recounts what happened in the movie Mm -hmm. only his audience is the big snowman guy from the first one the big monster one that protects elsa's castle and a bunch of little ones and he's like (laughs) holding them and holding the little the big ones holding the little ones he's like we're alive (laughs) it's really funny no no
2: No, it was fine (laughs) it's a good movie I know that obviously that Into the Unknown song was kind of their big push to be the next Let It Go, mm-hmm. but I didn't buy it. Yeah. It, it the is song a good was fine. song. Yeah, the song was was fine. It was catchy. Yeah, I was humming it to myself. Oh, no. It's so but, good. Uh,
1: We've been listening to it so much. <laughs> but I just felt like,
2: you know, Let It Go was like the centerpiece of the whole movie. Yeah. And this one is like the third song in the movie. She's like right. singing it in her bedroom instead right. of like out on her own, isolated. And it was. it's a good song, but it-
1: I, I think know. you were right when you said it came too early in the movie because yeah. in the first one we had gotten to know them a little bit and mm-hmm. she was so cold and then she was humiliated and scared and you were just like your emotions were wretched up when she got to that song. But yeah. here it's...
2: Well, again, and know. this was... I remember you saying that there's a lot of songs at the beginning. Yeah. And because of that, I feel like this one just kind of becomes one of the intro songs. Yeah. Because I, I was way I thought the... Uh, I don't know what the song names, but... Anna's song when she's like going to rescue Elsa, and the song Elsa sings when she like goes into that Fortress of Solitude place. Right. I thought those two were much more powerful songs. Yeah,
1: because they came at like heightened emotional yeah, points that in the story. Anna's song is dark.
0: Like at the start oh, yeah. of it,
1: there was a point where
0: I was like, "She's singing about depression." I'm pretty sure she's singing about depression right yeah. now. I'm like, oh my god! Yeah, That's what right? I'm saying
2: this movie like it's super family friendly and everything you would expect it to be, but like it does. It has, it's tackling themes of like impermanence and growing up mm-hmm. and losing your growing apart from your friends and families it like, weirdly oh knows gosh. how
0: to grow with its ju- audience yeah to yeah. grow with its audience and that's what we were hoping for too so that was pretty cool
2: yeah no i i liked it I even don't the christoph the... song yes oh yeah
1: that was the thing i was gonna say I,
2: <laughs> you, I was so confused when i saw it i was like how do you not obviously get the joke of this oh i totally like...
1: got the joke but it was I it think Kyle totally and I's point fit. was it almost took it. It was so jarring. It almost took us out of the movie.
2: I t- was feeling the totally opposite. I thought it was hilarious. It was one of my favorite songs in the movie.
1: Maybe and- if all the songs ahead of that hadn't been so like generic standard like movie <laughs> it wasn't songs. It was generic. Yeah. No, that one wasn't. That's what I'm saying. That one was like all power ballads. Because
0: feel like they fit into the movie. And then yeah. this one is like 80s power ballad yeah i get i, I where see like, what you're where saying is is if the first few from,
1: had been either 80s or 60s or had something like spicy with them as well then it yeah. wouldn't so you're
2: saying that all the other ones very much sound like frozen songs but yeah. this one sounds like a silly spoof of an 80s yeah. power ballad <laughs> yeah. yeah i get that but you're i just you thought it fit perfectly of, with yeah. well before then we see Kristoff, and again i don't remember really what he was like in the first one um, but he in was, this about one, it yeah, was about he's like the same. Yeah, he's like a dorky, kind of sensitive guy. And he's kind of anxious, and he's overthinking everything. And when this song... He's just... He's a dork. And then this right. song happens, and it's like so perfectly fitting. And you see him like almost like really femininely, like skipping on the rocks. Right. Like, uh, flipping uh, his hair. Yeah, and... flipping his hair, getting superimposed over the, over the screen. I just thought it was... The sound of the song... And the choreography of what he was doing yeah. fit my idea of Christoph like, perfectly.
0: <laughs> I guess that makes sense too, like when you explain yeah. it that way, but I, I, I again was it was just that moment where I was like, Do I think this works because I think it's so weird that it's funny? <laughs> or does this just not work for me because it's so weird and, and the so? The song funny. was just super sweet. <laughs> the song was yeah. so sweet. The song is really good. Yeah. It's like like oh, it's you're such a good guy, Christoph. Yeah. But it was that was a good point. I always
1: too. come back to Alliance, like who am I if I'm not your man? Yeah. It's like, oh, you are Kristoff. You were somebody before her and you'll be somebody after her. You
0: are a strong, independent man. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: He's the best version of himself.
1: Yeah.
2: I, all three. Very good movies. Nice. I'm nice. so I'm just so happy we're finally at this point in the year. Yes. we good movies again? <laughs> yeah.
1: Me yes. too. Again, there was a the... big lull.
2: There's definitely like, some <laughs> gems throughout the year, but they're few and far between. Kyle and I have been going over just like all of the movies of the decade and kind of comparing the different years. And when you actually go through it and choose the movies that stood out to you, it's interesting to see how many from like this year versus yeah. how many from this year. And this year is, cause we're in
0: December now, mm-hmm. you know, this year is definitely a lot less than yeah. other years. I, yeah. But it's, it's about in the, it's about in the middle I would say. Cause I think there was some lesser years in this one.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. But like compared to the like 17 mm-hmm. and 18 looking at the looking at the lists that i made i was like there's a lot of movies in those years that i genuinely really enjoyed and have stuck with me Mm -hmm. then looking at this year it's just kind of like
1: not as many
2: yeah the ones that are there are very good but there's just not as many sure
1: Hmm. i've i would be interested to see if there's anything that sticks out for me because over this like last decade i haven't actually got to watch that many movies Mm -hmm and just the way life takes you at certain points in your life about time commitments and, and priorities. And now that I'm finally at a point in my life where I can actually take time to go back and watch movies. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's definitely a big lull (laughs) in this, in this decade.
2: No, it's really interesting to look at it because it's like just looking at the list from like 2010, 2011, it's just, it's like a time capsule almost. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm looking at these movies and I was like, I can vividly remember being in a the theater seeing this movie. It's like, was that, that like, from, like, like, like from I feel like that, that long ago? 10 years ago? Yeah. 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 Like that the first time me. I saw Inception, I'm looking at the list. I'm like, I remember that exactly. Yeah. In the theater. I was mm-hmm. like, that wasn't yesterday? What?
1: <laughs> oh, it goes by so fast. Oh, yeah. And it just picks up. Mm-hmm. Now you guys are. Getting to the age where then it like really <laughs> years oh, awesome. go by. Awesome,
0: I'm I'm prepared. Yeah, totally ready. Totally <laughs> ready. Your life mo- to as just long drain as away. Keep coming, I won't get
2: over it. True. Yeah,
1: they're good punch marks in the life. Like,
2: yeah, maybe that, I think that helps with memory too. It does. mm-hmm
1: I I can't even... Like you said, 2010. What's a movie that came out? I just blank. Nothing. There's nothing. I always
2: think about... I'm always thinking back. I don't know. I always just make... I love making lists like
0: that. I don't know why. Lists are fun. (laughs) They are.
1: (laughs) Well, we have... Um, a few trailers that have recently popped out because we not only do we get good movies this time of year, but we get the <laughs> trailers for the good movies coming up. Hopefully, good. yeah, yeah, hopefully good movies. I think
0: there's going to be a lot more dropping next week too, so be prepared for us to be going through a lot of trailers <laughs> too. Yeah,
1: a lot more trailers. But this well, I week, guess
0: two of these three trailers are good.
1: Oh, let's find out. <laughs> Maybe one of those trailers are good. What do you one want is to...
2: good ones,
1: you know, meh, cool,
2: and then the other one is like, ugh. Meh.
0: I'm so curious. So goes, I want to know your guys' huh. thoughts.
1: Eh. I think well, you can guess want, our <laughs> thoughts. What do you want to start with? Let's start the with huh? a good one.
0: Uh, or uh. let's start with a good one, everybody. The huh? No, the ah. Yeah. That was my. What's what, Okay, we'll, we'll, it we'll goes, do ah. his. Yeah.
2: Eh. Okay. Those are the three. So we'll do the <laughs> huh. Yeah, we'll do that. I'm, one. I'm pretty sure we're all talking about James Bond. Right? Oh yes.
0: Yes. No. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> that, I think of the I am three so.
2: It was just so nice to see this trailer because. Maybe it's just because you know we read about the news and the delays and the drama all the time, every yeah. day. Because uh, every movie has reshoots and stuff, but this James Bond movie especially went through some went through some drama.
0: Yeah. But should we look back? Do you, do you back? think
1: that that is f- because it actually had drama, like we've seen in other movies, or is it just like that people are so rabid for information?
2: I, it's pr- I think it's, it's the both, one. but yeah. oh, it yeah. Yeah, that's right. Okay. right. Okay. I'm saying it's both, <laughs> but no, it, it's, oh. <laughs> it's it's mainly because you know studios and the publicist publications are learning that for whatever reason people love to read about the behind the scenes and the drama and stuff. Right. So they kind of I feel like they play it up. It's covered all the time, right? And it paints this image like this movie is a train wreck right now. How are they ever going to salvage it? And then you see this trailer, and it's like it was yeah, never none of that right. ever. It's like none of that even happened. Mm-hmm. This movie yeah. just looks so good. It looks like just the cl- exactly what you want from James Bond. Again, it's just a trailer, but you can see some of the gadgets, the returning characters, the new characters, the music, the cinematography. I
0: was just so excited for it. Leading up to this yeah. trailer, it felt like they were trying to go back to like kind of classic old school Bond. It's like the 25th. Bond movie when we saw like the title being him. announced and like the first poster like we were like well maybe not the poster we didn't like as much because no, the poster was dumb <laughs> it, it's it's not that great of a poster <laughs> but like yeah. with the way like the title looks and the way that they announced it with like a clip or something of the title like we were like oh and it feels like it's trying to get away from Spectre being not good back to like a classic feel good Bond Skyfall. movie. Good. Yeah, exactly. Sky, almost Skyfall. You know, it's, I feel like it feels very different from Skyfall 2. It does.
1: More action.
0: Well, the thing with the, the
2: Daniel Craig movies is like they're, I might be wrong, like somebody can fact check me, but Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace, I'm pretty sure were the first like direct sequel to a previous James Bond yeah. movie. And then after that, because I went Quantum of Solace and Skyfall came right after that one, right? I think so. I think that's when it went. I can check. And then Skyfall comes out and it's like this alternate take- on james bond it got more like into his internal psychology yeah and it was just darker It kind of goes into his backstory and And it was
1: was smaller in scope it wasn't about the action as much it it
2: wasn't like a kind of like that pulpy super spy espionage story i want to say it was
1: stripped down james bond yeah i mean literally too
2: at the beginning He, he gets shot and they have to like rebuild him he has yep. to, well, not literally. Well,
1: he but. cuts the bullet out of himself. Yeah.
0: And it's like relearn how to be a secret agent, basically. Casino Royale was the first one of his movies. Yeah. yeah. And then Quantum of Solace. But and did Skyfall Sky come Fall. after Quantum of Solace? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was right. Yeah. And but, then uh, Spectre. And now and No now, Time uh, Left to no Die. No Time to Die. It's just the best title. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but
2: this one, it, obviously it's a continuation mm-hmm. still because, you know, the returning characters and stuff. But... It just, I don't know, it just seems like a, like it's more of a standalone, just big celebration of James Bond and Daniel Craig's run, as Bond, who is almost universally loved, I feel like. Um, And it's just going to be really interesting to see if they choose to, like, send him out, like, literally, like, with a sense of finality, or if it'll
0: just end and we just know that, you know, no more Daniel Craig. I've been saying on the World Wide Web on the internets that people have been like really praising this trailer and saying okay. it's like one of the best bond trailers they've ever seen and i was like oh wow i'm really surprised by this reaction so Don't you love I it think when the- I, this is going to play and this is going to do some good business yeah. i think Don't you love it when people are just like, positive about something. Yes, it I feels so it. refreshing. Yeah, I love it.
1: I was actually, my first reaction was like, whoa, there's a lot going on. It's yeah. not just a simple Bond story of he, him going after a bad guy and getting the girl. There is like an air of mystery. You don't get Remy Malik's bad guy character till nearly the end of the mm-hmm. trailer. And even then, it's like in a twist, like, you're not sure if that was truly the bad villain yeah or what was going on I felt
2: like he was sitting in jared leto's character from blade runner 2049 <laughs> totally got that vibe that room yeah, yeah I, I guess like, i could see that I now like, Did james bond just stumble into like 40 years 30 years in the future yeah
1: yeah, I like that. I like Lashana Lynch's character.
2: I loved seeing that because instantly I feel like all because remember all that drama Ugh. where people were like don't oh, remind they're me they're replacing James Bond with a black woman. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. it's like that one line in the in the trailer clarified all of that. It's right, literally yeah. what we've been saying. James Bond has been out of commission for a while. Obviously, they're gonna pull in somebody new, but now he's back, and you know yeah. she's giving him the stink eye. I just like, I think that's gonna be a great dynamic. To I watch. just
0: like seeing her like look like an awesome character like have like an a- awesome character to work with because I've only seen her so far in Captain Marvel I thought she did yeah. well but it just wasn't a role that I think could she could really do Play a whole lot yeah it's with. not really so a standout role this against um Daniel Craig's bond and just from the little snippets I'm all in yeah I can't oh, wait yeah. to
2: see this version there is a lot of characters it seems like it's gonna be interesting to see the uh, a lot of returning characters for sure the interplay between them the different screen times the arcs yeah
1: yeah no, I and I think what I, my biggest takeaway from the trailer, and we'll get to this when we talk about the Black Widow trailer later, was that it felt authentic action, like real world grounded action with a hint of spectacle in it, just like how oh, yeah. you would want an action movie to be. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. It didn't feel like gimmicky comic book, like flying through the air. Oh, yeah. yeah, we'll yeah. Get there. <laughs> I mean, but I saw the Black Widow trailer first and then I saw yeah, this one here. and I'm like, Oh, this one's so much better. Yeah. Like it's just, it just grounded. And I don't know. It, it, I think I'm, I'm starting to, after Avengers wind down away from the comic books stories and maybe that feet that I don't know, that artificial feel of action. And I wanted something, more real and this definitely gives me that but
2: even when it gets like cartoon you know like at the end when he the the miniguns come out of the headlights like that's so james bond that it works completely right Mm.
1: but you want that like i wanted the the guns to come out of the headlights and he just
2: you know does a donut shooting at everybody it's like this is the coolest thing But
1: the car moves like how it it would actually yeah it's the little things like that that Mm -hmm. i that i'm more excited about
2: great trailer Mm-hmm. For, I keep forgetting that comes out in April for, for whatever reason in my head for so long. I'm like, it's still it doesn't come out till November.
1: Yeah, because I think it was yeah. supposed to
2: come out this November originally, right? Right, and then yeah, they had to push it right. back. Yeah, so that's that's why I'm getting confused. Hey, I'm so I'm glad, glad it didn't that. come
1: out this November. There was such a stacked slate this <laughs> year, and it would have been lost. I think. I felt like it could have done
0: pretty well at the start of the year. I mean, Terminator and charlie's angels all bombed and yeah. although it, 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 right. there's no but you're way, right later in the season it did get pretty
2: stacked there's yeah. no yeah. way to tell this for sure but i wonder part of me just wonders if it came out this year if it would just not do good maybe it's just because you know what i'm saying this right. this the running trend of this year has been like finales like mm-hmm. big you know big everything coming together this is this big send-off and a lot of them have underperformed. Right. Like, critically and commercially, they just aren't what people want. And Except for Endgame. And I feel but like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Endgame just kind of, it's like, how are we supposed to come even close to that? <laughs> but I feel like if it came out this year, it would just get grouped in with all of these other yeah. things. And it's like, mm. the cool thing about James Bond, though, is that it's he's still such a relevant character people mm-hmm. still love james bond yeah and they understand that just because there's a bad one here and there that's not the end of it there are tons right. of bad james bond movies probably because they're Maybe not that's a so thing to say but
1: interconnected yeah. that if you ruin one it doesn't reverberate yeah, it just people ends are willing with that to forgive one. and
2: forget and they'll be like oh, we'll mm-hmm. just try again on the next one right because they still love daniel craig as, as james bond yeah and i don't even think specter was that bad no, it I just, just think it was a little messy, and yeah. it was following one of the best James Bond movies. So
1: right, you couldn't live up to expectations. Yeah. And now that that that's out of the way, now you can come back with new one, mm-hmm. new expectations. And just with
2: the huge reception of this trailer, I do think this is gonna be a big, big movie. Yeah, people are people are excited.
1: It'll be good for United Artists. Yeah, and MGM, it, they're self distributing through yeah. United Artists, and it's it's a good one for a smaller studio. To pick up uh, such a blockbuster, I think.
0: Yeah, it'll help them out for sure.
1: And it'll just be good for the theaters. Mm -hmm. So to not have to be beholden to one of the the five major studios. (laughs) Yeah, that's a a good point point to share. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, let's go into the next one that was like... eh. The
2: one that's kind of like the worst version of this trailer in some ways. Which was the Black
1: Widow trailer.
0: (laughs) Oh, Black Widow. You're like five or six years late to the game in terms of origin stories. So late to the game. (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, Even though they're trying to work around that, but being like... It's it's not even an an origin origin story. story. Not like technically an origin story. It's more like a coming back to your roots type of story. But it still feels like it might be a few years too late of a movie. that to
2: me just makes it seem even more
0: like inessential I, I do guess. wonder oh, if that's going yeah. to it a
2: bit I, I mean, everybody despite knows, the brand name I, I wonder what if she it's, dies you know yeah. she dies and it just seems like I don't know it's cool I guess but because it's so late because it's not the next chapter it's not continuing anything I don't know. I it just maybe this is too cynical, but I feel like they're just making it because they're like, oh, we kind of screwed up. We didn't have any female superhero movies until and, Captain Marvel, but this was like and our
1: DC first beat big. This super, yeah,
0: fans were, I think, wanting a Black Widow movie for a while. I don't really want one. Didn't really want one in general, but at least like this trailer gets me kind of excited that like it could be cooler than I expected it to be. Like any but, average Marvel movie, I'm
2: sure it'll be fine in the theater. Yeah, I'm sure I'll. it'll obviously do
0: business but we don't know if it's gonna be. one thing that i don't know as as big as
1: any of the other ones any of these (laughs) i just hope the narrative i don't know how to view
0: this one i don't know if it's like ant-man successful or if it could be like captain marvel surprise dollars yeah Yeah, Yeah. surprise i don't don't know i don't don't know what the
1: narrative to be though if it's not good is that females can't be superheroes good because there's so many issues with this that it's like i don't yeah i Obviously, obviously none of us. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, no, I seen the movie. It's just an all right action movie. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously, (laughs) none of us here think that female superheroes
2: can't lead a movie. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's stupid. But stupid. I do feel like Marvel is kind of shooting themselves in the foot by trying to make this one. Right. You know, it's because Captain Marvel again was an average movie, but it wasn't an inessential movie. It was a new character. She had a part to play later on down the line. But this, I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not very excited for
1: Mostly it. Mostly, I wasn't impressed by the action. Like, her hand-to-hand combat is always the best. And so when she was fighting her sister in the trailer, that part was really cool. I'm like, yeah, that oh, was a that's cool moment. Awesome. I was watching a Bourne movie. Yeah. But then then it gets into the comic book stuff with the costumes and everything. And I was like, mm, I'm not, i kind of over that, surprisingly.
2: Yeah. It's hmm. a lot of the costumes.
1: It wasn't so much the costumes. It was just the ridiculous, like... The flying through the air and the... Yeah,
0: you can tell like she's moving through the air while they're like shooting at her. That that part I was like,
1: it's cool. That's what I've been saying for so long long about
0: all of these
2: Marvel movies is because, again, they're all fun and cool in the moment. But when you think back on it, almost every single one of them has to have this giant, big, epic spectacle scene or scenes. And when they all do it, it's not really special anymore when the next one does it.
1: It's nothing like the um, Mission Impossible Halo jump. I oh, mean, that what thing
2: was... It's just two dudes falling through the sky. Right. It's not like a thousand pieces of debris surrounding them while these soldiers right. are shooting for them from behind. But and the
1: Halo jump was so awesome, and this just looks so corny and gimmicky. key.
2: Yeah, I thought it was kind of cool, but in the back of my head, I'm yeah. like, it's just another big... Money shot. Yeah, like, that was
0: kind of me. I was like, "Oh, that's cool," but there's no way that's real. Well, realistic in no. the vein yeah. that they're trying to go with in this movie. But, the thing that
2: I'm most that's... interested about, because and you kind of brought up where I wanted to go with it when you said like Ant Man successful or Captain Marvel,
0: which Ant Man still a successful movie. I'm just saying it is, of course, in the, terms of Marvel's box office dollars. Like that's definitely one of their uh, lesser. The, what like,
2: I'm getting at is, I just wonder because this is the first big Marvel movie that's post Disney Plus. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, and again, until the actual Disney Plus series start coming out, it's not you can't really tell will, for sure.
1: Will they come out before that? No, because I don't
2: think they come out until next next like holiday season. Oh, I don't, I'm not sure. I think it's like next November. Mm-hmm. I, don't I could know. be wrong again. Well, I don't know if they we start we have Wand them.
1: we have Falcon and Winter Soldier, and I think the Falcon Winter Soldier one will come up first. Yeah, because that one are, is in production. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm just wondering if, again, we're we're out of the giant Endgame... which Saga. had Spider-Man, which followed yeah. up, which is still really good. But I feel like now that Disney Plus is a thing and people know that Marvel is going to be on Disney Plus, I'm wondering if at least the, the people who aren't the diehard Marvel fans are kind of over it. You know, right. like, okay, that was obviously the conclusion. I feel like I don't need... I feel like this isn't a big uh, society, like event narrative that i need to be a part of so maybe mm-hmm. they'll sit this one out and maybe it will be more ant-man successful
0: yeah that's a good what point. is the
2: lowest grossing marvel movie have they ever had like a bomb
0: no like no.
2: solo obviously it still made a lot of money but for a star wars movie it's kind of a bomb
0: it might be thor Two. Right. i can try and look it but up like, has marvel curious. ever had a yeah a bomb for a marvel is it
1: movie? doctor strange or thor 2 no thor.
0: doctor strange actually made first some good captain money. america it could be one of like I the original like ones because before Disney, they were yeah
1: before they were hair and they were trying to find their Incredible buddies. Hulk maybe
0: oh it could be Hulk I didn't think about that
2: one yeah, he forgets about that one
1: the Hulk ones
2: but I'm not saying that Black Black Widow gonna bomb but I
1: I I don't know how invested in to this aspect of her story I'm in.
2: I'm not yeah and I just feel like that's kind of telling
1: I wouldn't have mind if it either went all the way back into how she escaped from, he broke away from mm-hmm. her training. Or I wouldn't have minded, like, if it went back to a point where she met Hawkeye and cha- made the change. Like, those are two yeah. critical points in her story I think are important. This one, I feel like, is a manufactured critical point. Like, yeah. oh, by the <laughs> way, didn't you know she well, went back and did these things?
2: Another thing that kind of, I feel like, adds to the, uh, like... W- Pointlessness, that's harsh, but yeah, excuse me. Is it's obviously trying to introduce all of these other major characters, like David Harbour's character, yeah. Florence's character. And you've seen so many movies that are supposed to take place after this. And I was like, Where are those people? Like, yeah. are, is, is there going to be a movie about what's David Harbour's character's name? Red Guardian. Like, is there going to be a Red Guardian movie in the future? Now, it's is
1: Red Guardian supposed to be Russia's Captain America?
0: I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How did I no, not it's put that that's together? true. It's it. There's been comics about him. Yeah, we don't like the Reds.
1: But I thought that was what Winter Soldier was supposed to be too.
0: Um, no, not I mean, well, Red I mean Guardian, not in the this.
2: Names, not in this. The name universe, is a but, lot more equivalent to Captain America.
0: Yeah, America. I mean, there's been different, you know, stories of They're all kind of the so. same.
1: Okay,
2: <laughs> I don't know. But what I'm saying is like. Are they really going to introduce all of these new characters that haven't been in any of the other stuff and yeah. then Black widow's dead so are these characters supposed to come back in a future movie and be like, oh without remember. black widow you yeah. know it's like
1: Barbara black widow
2: It's just too many things to juggle and I feel like they don't really come together.
1: yeah, I
0: don't well, know they could also just be supporting characters for this movie.
1: Yeah, and this could yeah. be the one-off that we've been kind of wishing that Marvel had done, not less interconnected, but I yeah. think I think going back to Black Widow, which is an interconnected character, you kind of expect it a little bit.
2: Yeah, and that's always the thing. It always comes down to, well, if it's good, then I'll yeah. forgive it, and yeah. it's good, because you can't deny it. You can't say it's bad if it's not. Right. But there's just, more than most Marvel movies, there's not a lot going for it in my opinion mm-hmm. at least that's making
1: me want to see it right at this point yeah. maybe things will change as we because it doesn't come out till may so maybe things mm-hmm. will change as we get closer to summer yeah
0: were you guys still curious about who made the less domestically oh yeah, yeah. did you find out yeah it's incredible hulk it is it okay is. yep how much did it make 134 million Jeez. yeah I, I, yeah it's way lower than most of them yeah
1: It's oh. still a hundred million dollars
0: Again, for a Marvel movie. it's yeah. For them starting out back in 2008 when yeah. this movie came out. yeah.
2: Cool. Well, I guess let's move on to our third and worst
0: trailer.
1: <laughs> Which is surprising. We feel that the Mulan trailer, nah, at least no. two or three of us feel that the Mulan trailer. Is... I liked it enough. I mean, I, you, that's some, not enough for me. It's not enough her. for
0: a trailer to be like, oh, okay, that was okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Especially, I don't know. I, just, I it's just a, it's only a trailer so far. It, it surprised me a lot more than I thought it would. It's the whole story around yeah. it and all of that. It's I don't. Well, you're alike. looking into that uh, political stuff a lot more than I am. No, not but, even but that. I feel like it's you just, should. Well, I, I mean yes, I probably should, but just for the movie in general, I was like, yeah, The movie in I mean, general to me, the more these live action Disney
2: remakes come out, the more cynical I get about it mm-hmm. because. Obviously, my big criticism with the Marvel movies was kind of their formulaic approach, but they all ended up being, at least they were "quote unquote" original stories. You know, or adapted stories, I guess. But these Disney live-action things, they're not original. They're you can't really say they're adapted. They're just copies of what they've done before.
1: At least this one's not a shot-for-shot shot copy, <laughs> not yet. Yeah, no. that is what I like too. It yeah. seems like it's not. They didn't be cut, introduce but the witch character I, and. I,
2: Maybe it's just me. I just don't understand the lasting appeal of these movies. Like, I feel like they're capitalizing on people's just like, like blind nostalgia for the originals. Like, I love that movie. Let's go see it again, but it'll be different. But then you and then what? What do you what? What stays with you? What? What? What lasts after that? I don't think anything does.
1: I did like in Beauty and the Beast how they gave Beast a song and stuff. Like, for some reason, that one stayed with me a little bit, but nothing else. None of the others have. I don't know.
0: I just, there's Cinderella nothing. and Jungle Book were the same for Cinderella me.
2: Cinderella's a little different because that wasn't really the same story. I mean, it was, but like there was changes. Like yeah, it was big different enough. To it, yeah. And I mean, I guess there's the Alice in Wonderland <laughs> stuff, which are
0: totally uh, no. Weird. We don't talk about those. But
2: uh, <laughs> Cinderella was the first of this. Lent. Little did we know that Disney would be like, "Hey, that
0: kind of also worked. let's no, do
2: this for everything."
0: No one saw this movie, but Pete's Dragon, the remake, is actually pretty good.
2: I do want to see that. I love that director.
0: It's He's actually it was weirdly entertaining, and I enjoyed every minute. It's an of incredible it. director, but yeah.
1: Well, I feel I, I get
0: what you mean, though. Like Lion King yeah, and some they're just of the shallow. others, they're hollow yeah, cash grabs.
1: It. Well, I feel like the Mulan character in this one is. There's nothing dynamic or emotional about her. She's just so reserved that to the point where she looks like a robot, or what blanket on screen. And I don't know if that was just the scenes they picked from the trailer where she has to be around her family, or if that's just conducive of how the movie's gonna be. That she's just so like quiet and reserved. Yeah. I don't like how one. They didn't even cut her hair. To, that's like the most look, iconic shot of the original yeah one. yeah it, that's, that's true where she makes the decisions to literally yes. break away but guys she has, rips it's herself. different
0: this time you can't do a shot by shot remake i,
1: <laughs> I think in this case it would have been better i don't like how she looks like she wears makeup she's never even dirty nobody's she's gonna believe that's a guy. Hair. i don't believe it yeah.
0: just look closely is that makeup <laughs> you're not fooling anybody no it. suspend your belief there's a witch in this movie <laughs> my luscious curly
2: well my long luscious curly hair is up in a bun yeah. you know just so that like we said i feel like it's just because they want that money shot of her pulling that bow out of her hair and it falls down it's like i am a woman actually right. it's like yeah no, which is no. kind
0: of weird though because like in the anime movie the didn't really have that. Like, there's a shot of her on the roof. Yeah, you don't need Like, flailing the need sword. It. Yeah. And the sh- her hair wasn't flowing. I don't they know, only dude. find
1: out she's a man because she saves everybody and gets injured and yeah. the doctor finds out. Yeah. That's how it should be.
0: That, that's probably how it'll happen, too. I don't know. It's just, actually, will it happen that way or will she be like, guys, I'm a woman? And then they're like, what? Depends on what the Chinese I government wants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. I don't huh. know.
1: So I was I was more disappointed and feeling like there was Excuse nothing me. for me to connect to with this character. Like a character that doesn't emote and just is in the story does nothing for me. Like I want yeah. her dynamic. I want her I don't believe that this is the character that would actually cast off her feminine side and go and join an army. Like there's nothing about her that says she would do that.
2: It's a, just, it's a fair point. I'm just getting annoyed with how Formulaic. All of these live action remakes are. You see, yeah. you see the trailer, and you have these sweeping epic shots, and you have the <laughs> famous music from the original one. But it's like now it's like this epic orchestral version. It's like every single live action Disney movie has had this exact same approach to their trailers, and I don't know how you can keep getting excited when you see the same thing done every time.
1: I didn't love the idea of the witch either. I th- I think it's kind of interesting to make the story different, but. I don't, the story didn't need a witch and a spell and all the mysticism around it. It I, was,
0: I did wonder about that too. But then a buddy of mine reminded me sure that it's, it's, it's like also folklore. like Mulan is yeah. like based on like some sort of adaptation yeah. before it. So it might be like that an they're taking story. it from that too, but I'm not familiar. So I don't
1: think there was a witch in the ancient story. It really is based I, off a story, Maybe I, but the real story is very tragic. Right. And Disney changed it up and made it nice, but I like the nice <laughs> version.
0: Yeah, I'm just saying, like maybe that's what they're doing here. Because I, I was with you on that too. I was yeah. like, it's so weird that they're trying to make it realistic, but now there's a witch turning into a phoenix dragon thing. And but I don't know, maybe they're to trying me, to base it on that story a little more. Just the hollowness of the Disney live action remake
2: system combined with just the whole political, societal, drama, controversy around it. Those two together,
0: there's... It takes you out. Completely takes me out.
2: I don't want to support... You might not be alone on that. I don't want to support this movie. I don't think it looks very good, so it's not like I'm going, it does look good, but no, I can't do it. It's like, no, I'm not going to (laughs) see this movie anyways, and now I'm especially not going to see it because of all of that stuff.
0: Fiery words from Eric.
2: (laughs) I feel like it's just common. like, come on.
0: At this point, we should, like, yeah. be aware of what's happening.
1: I feel like they took a really strong, interesting, mm-hmm. like exuberant female character and made her really docile and like
0: boring. I hope that's not the case.
1: That's why I feel like they did because the that trailer. would really
0: bum me out while watching. Yeah. It's
2: what the
1: obviously there's not going to be the be a man song, so I'm out. Probably not. Okay. Oh, yeah. There's no songs, isn't there's is there? There's no songs. Yeah, it's not a musical. I'm
0: thinking like the iconic songs you'll hear in like the scores. Yeah, because that's what they always do because that's people cheap. are like, oh, my God,
1: I recognize no, that. I, <laughs> want, <laughs> I want fighting training. I want be a man. I want her to have fun sidekicks and form real friendships where they protect her in the end because they see past her being a lady. But
0: that would be a shot by shot remake, guys. There's no winning here. Oh, <laughs> Chinese government doesn't want it. I'm, <laughs> I Men swear. and women can't be friends. I swear. Yeah, they don't want to see a proper,
2: beautiful Chinese woman like have. What's that shot in the original one? Like a bunch of drools that like, come out of her mouth. Yeah, you know, like stuff oh, like that. Yeah. I bet that's not going to be in there.
0: Well, I, I, if I remember right,
1: she has when, too much of a friendship with a horse. That can't happen again.
0: When she had, when the original Milan came out, didn't the Chinese government also not like that movie being released? Probably, but yeah. Disney I wasn't. I remember reading somewhere. Disney that was wasn't as like.
2: It was subservient
1: a
0: big, to them at that
1: point. No, it, they I didn't have a, a true market. It, the economy in China and the society in China was so much different in the nineties than it is today. Right. It was super poor, egalitarian. They just didn't even barely have the screen count or anything. So there's a, a lot whole has changed. Yeah. There's a whole generation of people that just really didn't even grow up with the idea of movie watching. Yeah. Until mm-hmm. recently.
0: Yeah. Hmm. That's if. why
1: things like iconic movies like Star Wars and stuff just haven't worked over there because oh, yeah. they Star don't Wars have the history never works of it. In China. Right, right. Well, And it, and the core of Star Wars is rebellion. Yeah. And they don't yeah, like that. Yeah, that's completely
2: against the <laughs> <Yeah>. every uh, <laughs> everything the Chinese government wants its people to buy right. into.
1: We do not rebel, but this movie is about rebellion. <laughs> don't rebel literally, too much. Yeah. Literally <laughs> just quality. a little. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: absolutely what... I don't know. I just think the whole thing is Gross. And it's not worth it to see a two-hour yeah. generic Which cash grab Disney at? movie. Cause I w- just watched the animated one,
0: Eric. Maybe one I will. One
1: of my favorites, and yeah, I was it's a really yeah, excited really for a live-action remake. Mm-hmm. And when they said they were having an all Chinese cast, and it was, mm-hmm. I was like, yes, this is. Yeah, I, be I remember so originally
2: good. that we were all talking about like this is the kind of movie that could make for a good live-action yeah. movie. Yeah. So there's these big epic, like, like the war scenes, everybody mm-hmm. clash. You can just like see it, but then I don't know. Again, it's just a trailer. Then they had to change it. I feel like there's a lot so of red much. flags for myself already. Yeah. And I don't see it getting better.
1: Mm-mm. You know, because this trailer is not that much different than the teaser that came out. And I thought no. the teaser was almost a little bit better because it showed more of her action. Yeah. But I still, even when the teaser came out, had a problem with the idea that this girl that looked like 90 pounds was like jumping around, going to defeat an army. <laughs> I'm
2: like, No. I just feel like, yeah, I feel like there's going to be a huge disconnect between how she's portrayed because of how the Chinese government is going to make Disney portray her. Right. I feel like there's going to be a big disconnect between her, the kind of person that she's portrayed as and what she's supposed to be doing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I just don't buy it.
1: No, but we'll probably play it everywhere and... Yes, It'll you probably should, make a lot of money. Should
0: still play this movie. Every <laughs> theater should still be playing this. This will make you bank. When does Mulan <laughs> come out? Make a stand. Uh, uh, May, March, March, March. Wait, right? no. Yeah, I think, Wait, it's, I think March.
1: It, it's two weeks ah. after Onward, isn't that right?
0: Yeah, Onward's at the beginning of March, and this yeah. is at the end of March. Yeah, March twenty seventh, twenty twenty.
1: I think they're trying to put it in that mm-hmm. slot that Beauty and the Beast first came out in.
0: Yeah, yeah, that probably makes sense. Also, um. The Black Widow movie comes out May 1st, 2020, yeah. and No Time to Die comes out April 10th, 2020.
1: Cool. So we'll have Mulan into No Time into.
0: Probably Black Widow. Black Widow. Yeah.
1: So boom, boom, boom. That should be good. Yeah. Is there any other Disney major blockbuster movies coming out next summer? Oh, when does double Soul check. come
0: out? When does what come out? Soul. Soul. Oh, I thought you said Solo. I, I think uh, Soul it's comes out in November.
1: June? June? It's gonna be a summer.
0: I know Onward yeah, comes there's... out at the beginning of March. Oh well we already said yeah. that. It comes out at beginning of March.
1: What does SSI say?
0: SSI. If you go to the
1: um film database and you click just Disney, what are the Sounds like a see?
0: really convenient system. It yeah. is a very convenient <laughs> system. Y'all should check it out. <laughs> 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 um it looks like Seoul will be Oh, November 7th. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I it feel like Wait, no. That's not right. That's when we last updated things. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. Um, I don't know how to use the whole, our own system. It's June 19th, okay. 2020.
1: What's coming out in November? Do they have an animated Thanksgiving title next I'm year? I'm sure
2: Disney, the animated company, has a movie.
0: Cause... Yes, they do. It's Raya and the Last Dragon. Okay. Which that one I'm actually pretty excited for. It looks to be I've a cool movie.
1: I've heard of it. I haven't seen anything on it. Um okay.
0: I'll show you guys something so about So Soul
1: later. is going to take the time slot like Incredibles and and Dory did.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of that. Tried
0: and and uh, Summer and true yeah. dates. They know what spots to put in. They've yeah. seen the success.
1: Okay, interesting. And we don't we only have Black Widow next year right for Marvel. Isn't that That's what it looks like. I the Eternals Oh, Eternals might
0: year. be November 2. I think Eternals Yes it is. November 6 okay. as of now. But it seems like they're on schedule with shooting that, so they should be able to make that just fine.
2: Live action Disney remakes and more Marvel movies.
1: I don't like that. We're not going to get Star Wars next year. I wonder what they're going to do at Christmas.
2: Get out of their Star Wars. You don't want to be. You don't want to be associated with them any longer. Whatever. Get out (laughs) of. there. You're
1: going to cry because they're going to have a Baby Yoda movie in two years.
2: Oh, and I'll see it in a heartbeat.
1: (laughs) I saw this article about how it said that they weren't anticipating the, like, love of Baby Yoda, and so they didn't have any merchandise ready. And no, so yeah, they're way. critically. So people are making their own no. toys. No, oh yeah,
2: no, there's pre-orders for the merchandise, and it's like this will be available May 25th. Yeah, because like we didn't really anticipate that. No, well, because they wanted to keep it a secret, because right. Star Wars is notorious for our spoilers via their merchandise and their toys, yeah. and John was like. Let's hold off on the toys until this show actually comes out and people see him for the first time. And at that point, it was like scrambling to reach the demand. Because yeah. all there is now are just like crappy shirts with like prints of Baby Yoda concept art. It's like, no, people want the plushies. I do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, fall asleep I with at do. night. Mm-hmm.
2: It's
0: the only thing I want right now.
1: I want a F- Baby Yoda Funko Pop. Oh, they're coming for my collection. They're
0: they're they're on the way. I love that. A couple of months ago, we were all like Disney Plus, blah. And now we're all like, give me all the Baby Yoda merch. <laughs> hey, Baby Yoda,
2: it was unprecedented. Nobody could anticipate mm-hmm. how irresistible he is. I wonder who came I up with the concept. I didn't expect this show. That's for sure.
1: Who's getting the pat on the back for coming up with a Baby Yoda concept? It's, I
2: think it's John Favreau. Oh, Favreau, Favre. yeah. Oh. I mean, he wrote, he's written every episode of that show so far. Really? Mm -hmm. I think think he wrote all of them.
0: I think so.
1: Maybe minus one or two. They didn't go to him and be like, we want to introduce a baby Yoda.
2: No, he was just like, like, well, I read another interview and he's like, because I think the idea of the Mandalorian escorting a young child was in his head first. And then he's like, what could we use? And he's like, well, we don't know anything about the Yoda species. Let's make a baby Yoda. And then he's like, can you make, can you design a baby Yoda? like so, yes we can <laughs> then crack their knuckles let's oh. get to
0: work boys <laughs> who would have
2: expected the cutest thing in the world is simultaneously like the oldest looking thing but he's like Great. a little baby it's genius i gotta see the new episode see if there's any more quality
0: baby yoda memes i'm sure there is <laughs> they're always coming be on the lookout for baby yoda memes
2: What's our new release this weekend? I think it's just Playmobil.
1: Playmobil, which is <laughs> being distributed by STX after um, it got pushed out. I can't remember the oh, backstory, but it's so been pushed times. around. So until it, like we didn't have until a like for a, a week ago. While.
2: I was still not convinced it was even
0: coming out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. the Darkwater movie with Mark Ruffalo. Yes, okay, that's uh, distributed expanding. by focus, focus Features. That should also be wide officially, or at least wider. Yep, that is yeah, expanding this I week. I don't think either one's gonna do that much because no.
2: Frozen Two is just too. It's just still king of the world. Yeah, right now. I
1: think Dark Water is, al- is only gonna work in certain areas. It's definitely st- while it's expanding, it's definitely just limited certain niche markets. Yeah,
2: it's one of those movies, kind of like The Post or um, yeah. Spotlight. It's a, yeah. it's an important true story, but
0: not necessarily the most exciting movie for and a lot not of people. And something you want to
1: always watch at the holidays.
0: Yeah. Is there usually a lull at the box office after Yes. um this Thanksgiving where oh yeah, everybody holds on to their good stuff for Christmas? Yeah, yeah the first and the second over. week
1: of December because people are busy shopping, yep. Christmas yeah. shopping, so they're not So those weekends are notoriously yeah. kind of weak, weaker than what you would think for this time. Yeah. And, and they're then, just
2: letting the big the big guys from Thanksgiving Hold over, yeah.
1: yeah Hold over, and then, um, and then everybody gears up for all the new releases coming out at Christmas because it's not only the big tent poles to capitalize on the Christmas break of kids being off, but it's also everybody trying to get in for Oscar nominations yeah, and award more prestigious, yeah. smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So does a run means. at the end of the year, mm-hmm. run on the screens.
0: Uh, Playmobil is doing this thing I think where their tickets are cheaper. Yeah, they're doing like I a five dollar. Yeah, same. Uh, family ticket
1: thing. so oh, really. Yeah, just try, try to. You're out Christmas shopping, you want to take the kids to a movie. They're doing a $5 ticket okay. for it. I feel like they're going to make no money off this thing.
0: Well, no, but they weren't going to make money to begin with. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we might as well try to get the most people in with this deal. And I
1: thought Playmobile looked kind of interesting, like for I kids. Don't know. I did, did you, though?
0: Mm-hmm. I did not.
2: All right. Okay. <laughs> Playmobile has always just been like the sadder Legos. Oh, God. That's exactly <laughs> what it is. Like. And they're even more expensive than Legos. They've As a kid, I thought they were so lame. They look so bad. There's like a store called Those the learning tree awful. in the mall yeah. that I would go into and it had like more educational toys. They would have Legos. And then you see Playmobil and it's like, they're kind of like Legos, but you oh, yeah. don't really build them. No. And they just are dumb. And they're just
1: <laughs> dumb.
0: Yeah. I can't think of. I mean, this
2: movie looked like a
0: way less bad version of the Emoji movie to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even going to matter. No one's going to know that this movie came out. I know. Sad, sad to say. It's keep forgetting. I don't know. It's just some toys don't work like Lego does. And Playmobil is definitely one of them. Like, I know we like recognize Playmobil. I don't know if kids nowadays recognize I wouldn't have what... recognized that it was something yeah.
1: different. Yeah. Yeah. That's they okay. Suck. So next, bummer for them, but next week we've got Jumanji, next level. That'll yeah, be Jumanji, the big next
0: one. level. Black Christmas, Bombshell, Richard Jewell. Oh yeah, Bombshell already kind Uncu- of snuck up. Is Uncut Gems? No, that's, that's as limited.
1: It's, it's limited, it's, release. and then it expands on Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Just,
2: okay, that I'm gonna try and see that on Christmas Day. That is my what a that Christmas. is my perfect Christmas What's movie. A, what a my, gift yeah. for
1: us. <laughs> oh my god! Awesome oh. job, eight twenty-four. Not Star Wars for the third time. I'll see them both. Oh, he'll have seen it 12 probably, times. Yeah. I got to keep up.
2: I got to see it at least seven times.
1: You're not going to go to Little Women or Spies in Disguise?
2: I'm not going
0: to Spies in Disguise. I'm super excited for Little Women, though. Yeah, I'll be taking uh, my mom, I think, to that one. So,
1: Oh, I will be not seeing any of them. Because <laughs> I think... Nice. Ken, what's funny is Ken, my husband, was like, oh, we should go see Little Women. That looks like a movie you'd like. <laughs> and I'm like, no, they look annoying. <laughs> like just because it's period doesn't mean I'm gonna was he like he it. Saying the time sarcastically? the story? No, he the was the serious. That's so story. weird.
0: Because I'm like, I don't think you would. I mean, it looks like a no. nice. Uh, well, looks like it is kind yeah. of a nice movie, but yeah,
1: can't I can't at the same great.
0: time though. It definitely does seem like up your alley. No, so. I think
1: they all look annoying. Yeah, it, so I'm like, no, thank you. I think
2: it might be nominated for best picture.
0: I would. I wouldn't oh, be surprised. I could see yeah. it. Yeah, I think it
2: could. I don't know if it deserves it. We'll find out, but. Lawrence Pugh will probably be nominated
0: for supporting actress. Oh, yeah. And it's but she a timeless, should be nominated for Midsommar. She wonderful. She should be nominated for everything because she's amazing. Film. Well, that's true, too.
1: It's just not my kind of movie. Yeah. Hmm.
2: I just think it looks very sweet. That's yeah. like obviously a Christmas time movie. Right. For, no, I'll, no, be for seeing sure. unc-
0: I'll be prioritizing that'd be unc- a good unc- one that. was smart to take, by Sony to release it at Christmas. That'd be
1: a good one to take mom or grandma to, for sure.
0: Yeah, apparently just I not just this mom it it was myself. my idea
2: yeah. <laughs> if i can have like a back to back to back to back like days of uncut gems little women star wars again star wars again yeah star wars again you know that would be great that
0: would be <laughs> <a> <laughs> to great back Christmas to back time. to back <laughs>
1: Well, I am trying to hold off on Star Wars, not on the December twentieth, but seeing it on the twenty eighth, which is my birthday. So I'm that's telling you, that's a mistake because it could days. be Force Awakens
0: all over again. You're gonna have to lock, lock your phone. Sat
2: by Han Solo's death. You're gonna have to go totally offline. I'm Don't leave to. the house. Don't be around but other people. She's
1: probably gonna go to my cabin and hang out until just, yeah, yeah
0: seclude yourself move. in the cabin. Yeah, for a week. and then Come back. Would this be a movie Put you wouldn't blinders. mind having things spoiled to?
1: oh, they can't ruin it any worse than they do with Force Awakens, so I'm good. All right. (laughs) I mean, who are they going to kill? Who's left?
0: Um, Lando. Leia.
1: Lando looks like he's about ready to to go. Leia, we know, goes, so I'm already prepared for that. I don't know if she goes. She probably goes.
2: See, Fabio probably goes.
1: That one will be be a little sad, sad, but I'm kind of... Prepared for that? I was so unprepared. The trailer probably prepared you. Yeah, you didn't think they were going
2: to kill Han and Force Awakens? Uh, no. I knew wow. that, <laughs> that. In was... my mind, I was like, there is a hundred and ten percent chance no. either when Han he or Chewie that... or both of them. When die he walks in this into movie. that
0: chamber, I'm like, oh, he's done.
1: Yeah. No, he's a goner. I was like, they would never kill an original cast person.
0: <laughs> I knew how. Han- <laughs> That's like There's so obvious. Han has been dying to be killed in a Star Wars yes. movie. Yes. He grabbed JJ by the throat and said, please kill me. I'm not going to be in any more of
2: these.
1: Please just do it.
0: I want my family back.
1: Get off my plane. Sorry.
0: (laughs) They all just blur together after a while.
1: (laughs) No. That was was the most
2: obvious thing to me. And that's why, that's my least favorite part of Force Awakens. I love the fact that he died because it's a powerful moment and it had to happen. But it was just so telegraphed.
1: No, it wasn't. Yes, Some of was. us missed no, it, that. It, when in I just the theater, theater,
0: you walk he
2: walks in. Did you and you're not like, know he was going to die until he was literally impaled? Yeah. Are you
1: kidding me? I had no clue. No. Oh. Clue at all. There are a few things there are a
2: few things in cinema history more <laughs> o- obvious than Hansel being killed.
1: No, that's why I was so devastated. I did not oh. see that coming.
2: I that blows me away. I don't understand. Not at all.
1: And usually I'm really good uh, about picking up on those things. Or I find out the ending ahead of time, so I'm never, ever caught off whole guard. That scene
2: of him and Chewie putting up the charges, I was like, okay, we're getting close. One of these guys were both, yeah, they're dying. And then he, even beforehand, but when he
0: goes, Ben! In like the saddest, crackiest old man voice, it was so sad. I was like, "Oh, it's Han." It was. It was a powerful. Really, that was the part. Like be- I keep saying, before when he walks in there, I'm like, "No, I know. It's, it's, I knew it." But <laughs> until Harrison did that
2: between either him, Chewie, or both, I was like, "Okay, it's just gonna be Han." Yeah. Because like, come on, you know they're gonna kill off somebody in this, in Force Awakens. They no. have to have that big moment that people are gonna talk about.
1: No. Yes. Well, Cody no. doesn't want to
0: talk about it. So but... obvious. <laughs>
1: Oh, it was horrible. It was not obvious.
0: I'm just saying, just I'm just saying, maybe just remember that so for I your birthday. So I looked at all
1: of the characters and I'm like, yes, all of you may <laughs> perish, and I will be fine. There's not all right. No. I mean, the, I'm
2: excited. I'm really excited to see who dies, but I think it's gonna be, still be really sad. Hopefully,
1: the only other one I didn't want to die was Luke Skywalker, and he died in Last Jedi. So I was like, yeah, but well, he's still
0: there. <sighs> Force goes.
1: Oh, I, God, wanted, I love those Force Ghosts. No, I wanted real life Luke Skywalker.
2: This is an no. This is an even more perfect form.
1: With the green lights. This is where he belongs. All dressed in black. Ha, huh, that's my Luke Skywalker.
2: That is a good Luke. That's my favorite. My favorite Luke is the outfit he's in when he fights Darth Vader for the first time. That like tan jumpsuit kind of thing with his yeah. pistol, fighting sneaking down yeah. the halls of Cloud City.
0: That's mm-hmm. my Luke.
1: What's your Luke, actually Kyle? old man
0: Luke is my favorite Luke, but i was gonna say I dead. Luke. I like dead the character just... disappeared.
1: Luke is your favorite. Luke? <laughs>
0: yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna like Force Ghost Luke. That's yeah. gonna be my favorite. one. <laughs> he probably will be the best
2: Luke. Like old Han, is probably best Han. Hot take. Is nah, it? I don't know. I don't know. All Han, <laughs> so, all, there's no such thing as a bad Han. I
1: like Han in Empire Strikes Back. He's very. That's very good. Yeah, that he is, yeah. is like. Tell him Leia off, be like, you're in love with me. You just won't admit it. You're
2: afraid I was going to leave without giving you a goodbye kiss. Yeah.
1: Just frustrated. He's I like, know. I'm out of here. I, I could a good kiss. Yeah. <laughs> As
2: a kid, I was like, jeez. <laughs> okay. I like, is this what adults Does he want to a kiss about? or not? But then I don't at the end, know.
1: He's so stoic when he goes in the mm-hmm. machine and he's just worried about her. He's so good.
0: And Eddie's still cocky. I
1: know. I know.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So that's probably the best one. Oh, Star Wars is
1: almost over. <laughs>
0: Thank goodness, too. We don't know. Oh, just get it out of here.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, Star Wars
0: is almost gone. Thank God. <laughs>
1: cool. Speaking of Star Wars, we have some super awesome character one sheets up on Silver Screen Insider to yeah, download, like, show off like in your lobby trading cards. Yeah. And Kyle, take us away.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, so those posters As well as many other posters For many other upcoming movies yes. Are up on our database That is at silverscreeninsider.com If you're a theater owner or manager In need of uh, some assistance To get your uh, theater just boosting a bit more We're here to help for you uh, And please check out our podcast there As well as on many other uh, <laughs> podcast platforms Isn't that yes. right, Cody? Yes, many other them. On <laughs> many
1: on Numerous many,
0: many others
1: and if you ever want to check out the upcoming slates of different studios like we did today on the podcast with disney you just head over to the film database go to the filters and click which studio you like Mm -hmm. and the release schedule will automatically populate with that studio's movies
0: it's that simple the convenience it's off the charts (laughs) it's off the charts but yeah that's all we got for today have a good weekend see ya take it easy